Welcome to Curiosity Taught the Cat, the podcast where we take animals you see every day, animals you've heard of, and animals you didn't know existed, and break them down in a single episode. Our goal as animal lovers is to spread knowledge and awareness about the creatures we share this floating rock with. We hope you learn something new. Welcome to Curiosity Taught the Cat. I'm Jack. I'm Julia. All right, Julia, what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about the African crowned eagle. I'll let you, you go ahead and start. All right, it off. so uh, another name that it's called is just the crowned hawk eagle. Um, they are found in Africa, obviously. Um, they are found in the sub-Saharan, kind of like the middle strip of Africa, in woodlands. Um, and sometimes even they can be found in savannas. Yeah, they are mainly found in the forests, which we will talk about. Um, their evolution basically made them to be the perfect shape and design to fly through a forest. Um, but just some little things about them. Uh, they're fairly small. They're not terribly big. Um, they're the second biggest eagle in Africa, the biggest being the Marshall Eagle. Uh, their length, so from beak to tail, they're about 31, 39 inches, somewhere in there. Wingspan, uh, uh, almost six feet. So, I mean, but compare that to other large birds of prey, that's not that big. Yeah. Six feet is not a big wingspan. Um, and then weight-wise, they are not big at all. No. Uh, females are bigger than males, or tend to be. Uh, they're between seven pounds and ten pounds, and then males between five pounds and nine pounds. Yeah. And then the African crown eagles tend to live about 14 years. And then as for how they look, like characteristic-wise, they are usually a dark brown color. Uh, and the reason they are called the crowned eagle is because they have feathers on their head that do almost form like a crown. They, they kind of like stick out. They're tipped in white. Looks really interesting. It's usually a, like a cream color, reddish color. Uh, and then the, the wings typically are black on top and like a reddish underneath. Uh, and like I said earlier, the female is bigger than the male. So as for their population size, it's a very broad number from 5,000 to 50,000. Um, it's one of those things where they're not studied a lot, so we don't exactly know. Um, but they are classified as near-threatened, which means their population is slowly decreasing, uh, mainly due to habitat loss with deforestation and um, some hunting with humans. Yeah, the, the hunting that I saw that goes on is usually only when they encroach. It's usually like farmers. that'll mm-hmm. Because, well, as we'll get into, the the... African crown eagle does not discriminate when it comes to food. No. If if it looks like it can it can kill it, it'll go after it. So farmers uh, don't tend to like having African crown eagles around their livestock. So their diet, um, like Jack said, they're pretty much a they can get whatever they can get kind of thing. If they think they can kill it, they'll do it. But their main diet is small animals, uh, mammals for sure. Um, which I learned two new ones. They're called the chevrotain and dweakers, maybe? Which yeah. they're basically just small deer or antelope. And I mean, like, small, um, only, like, a couple feet tall. 
and um, hyrax, which kind of just look like squirrels almost, yeah. or like groundhogs in a way. Um, but then they can also eat small primates, which I thought was extremely interesting, especially since primates are kind of like another like a top tier species in that area. Yeah, and that's I saw. So when it comes to hunting, the main the how they kill it's they are a sit and wait predator, which the what I saw they equate to like leopards. So it's a sit and wait. It's get as close to your prey as you can without getting noticed and then do a quick, quick attack, finish it. And with African crown eagles, they have very strong talons and feet and they fly at, and when I, obviously they're birds, they fly. They go speeding towards whatever they're going to kill, dropping usually from the trees, usually waiting by watering holes for small creatures to come there. And their goal when they strike is to break the spine or break the skull. Yep. That is what they are going for. Yeah. They are usually a one-hit kill, but they also are one of the only eagles known to wait for their prey. If they inflict a mortal wound, they will follow the prey. They will wait for it to die. They're one of the only eagles to do that. And then now Julia talked about how they can go after monkeys. When hunting monkeys, they they do a sort of different little trait. So a pair of crown eagles, like a, a mated pair, will sometimes hunt together. And when going after monkeys, how they do it is one distracts. Typically, it's the male that is higher up, and he distracts by making screeches, flapping, whatnot, to get the monkey's attention. And while they're confused, the female will swoop in, kill a monkey, and then they're good. Um, so talking about the female birds... So their reproduction is females lay about one to two eggs at a time. Um, And what's fascinating is they do have mates and they mate for life. So they'll have one to two eggs at a time and they're incubated for about 50 days. And it's the thing where the mom will sit on them and then the dad will bring it food. And sometimes they even switch roles while the dad will lay on them while the mom goes and hunts herself. And then after the baby birds are born... They fledge for three to four months, which is just them developing their wings to be able to fly and hunt mm. for themselves. I did see also their nests. Um, it's a lifetime nest, yes. usually. Yeah. Um, and they've found nests that have gotten up to eight feet across and ten feet deep. Yeah. So it's they are constantly just building on the same spot, just constantly building the nest. Then another thing with their young, so Julia said it's usually one to two... Um, eggs every time. If it is two, only one tends to survive because the older, stronger baby will usually kill and eat the other. Um, and one of the one of the things that happens why their numbers are so hard to bolster and boost is. So Julia said, it takes fifty days for incubation. Takes several months for them to get, gain their flight wings. And then it's another several months before the babies are even able to hunt on their own. So a African crown eagle pair has to take care of a baby for over a year, essentially. So they, they're basically having one baby every two years. Yeah. So it's really hard to boost their numbers with those kind of, with that kind of breeding output. So as we said, they are mate for life, you know, they hunt together, um, but how the male courts the female bird is like like other birds he he does a you know courtship dance of like what you would call it um and what he does 
is he makes flight patterns kind of like a roller coaster where he'll fly very high up in the air and then dive real quick over and over again. And then occasionally he'll stop to make a kind of a screech, trying to impress her a little bit kind of thing. And then if the female does like accept him, that she'll take him to her nest where he'll do kind of another dance where he will hold his wings out and run around her basically in circles. Yeah, and the other thing I saw with the courtship like flight dance, um, and I've seen videos of this and I didn't realize it was African crown eagles, mm-hmm. that sometimes the, the female will join him when he's doing his like little roller coaster dive bombing going back up and they'll lock talons and they'll start to fall towards the ground and then they let go at the last second and both swoop away. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what that's yeah. about. It's interesting that they do that. It seems a little dangerous, but that's what they do. And then I wanted to talk about this, too, with the babies. So, the the babies look very different from adults, like color-wise. So, I described the adults are like a brownish, reddish. That's usually the kind of color scheme going on. Whereas the babies' juveniles are like gray. Gray and white. Yeah. yeah they, they don't start looking like their um, parents until about three years which is really interesting that there's that, that starch striking of a difference between juvenile and adult. I also wanted to bring up, too, when we were talking about them hunting and their prey and whatnot, they've also been known to kill antelope. Mm-hmm. They, they, the largest things that I see, it, it fluctuated, but they've been known to kill things up to 40 pounds. Yeah. If you remember earlier, we said the male got max 9 pounds, female got max 10 pounds. Now, they're not carrying this off like a rabbit or squirrel. They're not going to carry it away. But what they will do is they will tear it apart and then bring pieces back to the nest, come back, get more. Yeah. And so they don't have to hunt every day. Yeah. They, they can do it that way. But it's crazy that they are willing and able to just take out these prey. Because like we said, they go for the, the that killing blow of breaking the spine or breaking the skull. So if, if something is weak enough, they can do it. And... Obviously, as, you know, large birds of prey, they don't have a lot of natural predators. Um, There's not a lot of birds in the area that are bigger than them that would hunt them. And since they're not really on the ground much except for hunting, they're not really at threat to most ground animals. Um, But there are some incidents of leopards and crocodiles eating the eagles, especially when they are close to, you know, water after hunting Crocodiles, another opportunity killer, will come in and eat the bird. And then leopards as well, because sometimes the birds like to come in and try and steal some of their catch, and the leopards will attack them as well. Yeah, it's it's pretty typical of what you'd see for any sort of creature in that area, really. Mm-hmm. I did see and learn that they're the only bird known to successfully hunt primates. Yeah. Primates and monkeys. Yeah. Because uh, there have been recorded instances where they have gone after gone after baby bonobos and chimpanzees as well. Oh, yeah. So they are actually hunting primates as well. And I don't know if these are confirmed. It's one thing that I saw. But with humans encroaching on crowned eagle territory and just being so close interaction, there have been reports of crowned eagles attacking children and trying to get them. There was a report of a child in South Africa. He survived, but he was struck in the back and chest uh, like I said, luckily survived. There have also been reports that they have found human child bones in crowned eagle nests. Yeah, I've seen that too. Whether that's founded or not, I don't know. I don't think it's that crazy. 
No. Especially if they're going after baby bonobos, baby chimpanzees. If there's a child unattended, like we said, the crowned eagle is going to go after whatever it thinks it can kill. Yeah. So when we were talking about them hunting and how fast they can dive, they can reach speeds up to 100 miles an hour, which you think about, you know, large birds compared to some smaller birds. When you think of really fast birds, you think of like smaller hawk species almost. So for a bird to go that fast with its size is pretty impressive. Um, And also they talk about how quiet they are when they're actually flying. Um, They do not make a lot of noise unless they're screeching, but they describe their flight as a quiet flight. Yeah. And I talked about earlier how they're like designed to be able to fly between the trees. The way they're kind of built, I guess their wings are like shorter. So like we said, the wingspan's not huge. So they're able to glide through trees pretty well. And then their tail is almost like a rudder. Their their maneuverability is yeah. impeccable. So they're able to navigate through those trees and those branches. And obviously, you know, they're at risk of deforestation and hunting. Um, but I did see that their crown of feathers are valued by some African tribes. And they use them as ornaments, like we've seen with other animals that we've talked about They think they have special abilities, healing powers, and stuff like that. And then also, the last little fun fact I have is that it's the only bird left of its genus. um, Because there was one called the Madagascar crowned hawk eagle that went extinct about a thousand years ago due to men coming in and taking its land, basically. Actually, the reason I saw for why it went extinct was because of another species going extinct. So humans hunted giant lemurs into extinction. Mm. Giant lemurs were the main food source of the of that um of that crowned eagle. Yeah. So sadly it went extinct as well because it couldn't uh adapt fast enough. And the one last thing I wanted to touch on because it was one thing that I kept thinking every time I was reading about their hunting habits and especially about the speed, how it's just fly in, do one strike and that's it. If anybody knows about the peregrine falcon, which that that might be a Creature we do at some point. Peregrine yeah. falcons are super interesting. If nobody knows, peregrine falcons are the fastest la- creature in the world. Nothing beats it. Because when it dive bombs prey, it gets up to like 160 miles per hour. Yeah. But it is that similar thing where it's get as high as possible, dive straight down, strike whatever you're going to kill, and that's it. You're done. That's all you need to do. Yeah. So when you have a, like with the crowned eagle, when you have a creature that's between, you know, seven and 10 pounds, and like you said, 100 miles per hour, and that hits something with its sharp talons, yeah, yeah, there's probably going to be a one-hit kill, break spine, break skull, and that's it. But I mean, other than that, we don't really have much about the crowned eagle. There was a lot more than I thought. It was yeah. very interesting, all the stuff there is about the crowned eagle. Do you have any last parting thoughts? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, if you do get a chance, definitely take a look at pictures of it because they are really interesting to look at they are mean looking yeah they look they have like a almost like a, a uh what's it called like a frow uh they're like uh oh their what? brows are like yeah. squinted and they just look angry all the time yeah they really do but yeah they are super interesting look up pictures uh also look up videos of them doing like their courtship stuff too mm-hmm. super interesting stuff to see just to see the interesting dynamics that the animal world has yeah. Be sure to tune in next week for our episode on the Goliath bird-eating tarantula. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at CTTC Podcast for all updates. Thanks.
I'd also like to thank my friend, the musical artist known as Shades, for creating this amazing intro and outro for this podcast. I highly recommend checking out his other work.